Now you're a Russell Wilson fan again. No, no, I don't like him. But, yeah. Welcome to the NW, everybody. Colorado, Northwest Colorado's favorite podcast brought to you by King Landon Home Realty. How you doing, folks? Wave hi, everybody. There they are up there. Um, we are coming to you from the Prodigal Sons Coffee House and Eatery. Shane, home of the breakfast burrito called The Bomb. The Bomb. <laughs> and I am partial to the biscuits and gravy. If anybody's interested, Ooh, I, didn't yeah. know they had I had it last last Saturday. It was delicious. Okay. I love the quiche. Love the quiche. It's good. It's good. Yeah, for sure. So, folks, you can see we're going to hand the mic again tonight. Uh, we did it last week due to technical difficulties, and Shane liked it so much that we're going to continue it. So, so that's Jim. That's Shane. That's Anthony. I'm Lance, and we have two special guests with us tonight. Laura Woodworth, <laughs> good job, and Kyler Mead. Yeah, and we're going to talk to these folks about the Watchdogs. You can see it on Laura's T-shirt if you look closely. And we're going to talk about the Watchdogs. But before we do that, hang tight, special guests, hang tight. Uh, we're going to talk to Jim first, and he's going to give us a little update on his son who is in Michigan playing hockey. Oh, yeah. So it, exciting moment. He texted me after I got done lifting weights tonight, and he. He got his, he got his stall in the varsity locker room, so he was all excited after tryouts. Look at that. So you, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's a moment, an exciting that's moment, because awesome. he he had played fall, and then he was, you know, as a sophomore, you know, they all the underclassmen are put in the JV locker room, and then they do tryouts, and then ones that get, yeah, so he, get moved he up. Literally made varsity. Yeah as a sophomore yes yeah and so he got his stall in the varsity locker room after tryouts and you know so he sent me a picture mm. he's like all proud got my stall in the varsity locker room so yeah big you know uh, we know patrick watches every end yeah feather in his cap you know it was an exciting moment i'm proud of him because he's worked hard at it so that was a, it's a big moment so that's cool big dad moment right that's awesome. so i'd like to share that thanks yeah. bro yeah. all right so let's talk uh bulldog football playoffs now Shane Hadley, you're up. <laughs> okay, so first, I, there's no negativity here, and, and we're past being angry. But what the rank, we, the rankings oh, came no, out. Don't even talk about yeah. That. Okay, so I just so got to explain to everyone. So yeah. the Bulldogs this year, we ended up with two losses. We went down on the road to Basalt, who at that time was ranked number four, number three. They had been number one earlier, and we crushed them. We were up twenty-nine to zero. They had a garbage touchdown with one second left. We won twenty-nine to six. Long story short, the rankings come out. They are eighth with a home game. We have dropped to 12th, and we go on the road to play Elizabeth, and we said, you know what? Who cares? Elizabeth, yes, is not going to be happy to see us get off the bus. And I told the boys, they won't know who we are or where we're from until we're leaving, and then they will know who Moffat <laughs> County was. So we've already, this week, tonight was the most up-tempo uh, intense practice that we've had maybe the entire season. And we came out, we watched film. We're very familiar with what they do. It's a lot like what Basalt does. And uh, we're ready. And we're an angry team because we've been disrespected all year. Coach Havey introduced the thought that we are spoilers. And uh, that's what we're going to do. And we always said, as I told you, and I'm now telling all of you, that we will have to beat someone in the playoffs that everyone except ourselves things we cannot beat. We will need to beat someone that they say there's no way they can beat them. And that's what's going to happen this year. I feel I feel as though we are going to go down there and, again, we'll play the best game of our season. Now, Elizabeth, 
Only has one loss on the season. It was the undefeated and number two ranked in the state, Kent Denver. It was a 17-7 to game. So Elizabeth obviously is very good, but so are we. And again, all that matters is that they know who you are when you leave, and I promise you they will, you guys. Are you guaranteeing, are you doing a Joe Namath on us? Is this a Joe Namath? I'm just guaranteeing that we will play the best game we have played all year, everyone, and everything we have will be left on that field. And it's a right. game a week after, right? It, well, let me talk. So the way it works now, Coach Hafey has told me that they've changed the rules as of last year. It used to be, yes, we would have gotten the home game, but he says now that we're seated 12, that they won't get your home game because they'll go by the seedings every round. And again, that makes no sense. And years ago, like Coach Avey and I, we played on a football team here in Moff County. We had two home games his junior year or my junior year, Coach Avey's senior year. And then we again had two out of three home games my senior year, played a lot of home games. And it should be that if you beat a team that is ranked fifth, you take their seed. But no. So everything is built against us because it's the eastern slope bias. It, yep. It's real. It yep. Chassa hates us. That's why we're going to mess up their rankings. Love it. <laughs> and this has not been exclusive to this season. No. Yeah. <laughs> We've endured this for a while. So, Anthony, what's going on, man? How's the shop? Shop's going. Were you making dough today? I made some dough today. Okay. And? It's got to be three days old. It's got to be three days old. Good. Uh, a lot of people coming in from all over now. Steamboat, a lot of steamboat people coming up just to eat. Sweet. And I wouldn't go there just to eat. I'll, I'll, I'll go to City Market and buy something and throw it in the oven like it. But they do it. So. Right on. And uh, we welcome them. Good. I was in the shop Friday. There's a man there. I know you talked to him from uh, from your home state. He had good things to say, and I, no, I wasn't disappointed you were there, I pizza. I was They're coming in from every All over the place. All over. Yeah. Well, I have to say, oh, New York pizza. your restaurant's my daughter's favorite, and we always have her it's birthday there. Oh. She loves your place. And we do parties, so if you want a birthday party, I got oh. some good cake. Usually just her and her parents, because hey, they're hey, pretty hey, cool. It's a business meeting. And if you want catering, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got those stories, we'll though. Speaking of going to Steamboat just to eat, I went to Steamboat the other day, and they had a, they have a sushi restaurant there, and I've been in this oh, sushi top. kick lately, yes. Oh, and uh, <laughs> there you go. So I ordered uh, this roll that they, they told me it was more expensive. I had to special order it. And when they bring it out, I thought what was on top was going to be like uh, this sweet coconut stuff. And it actually, it, it was the raw, it's the shrimp eggs. And oh, yeah. I was oh. like, woo, I, I hadn't had it. I ended up, I liked it, but boy, they are like popping your mouth. Yeah, and good. some people love it, some people don't. But I can now say I had that and it was not oh. coconut. <laughs> it was oh. poppy raw. Was yeah, and it was very good. But, yeah, not coconut. <laughs> Wait, one more thing about food being raw. <laughs> I went, I did go to Steamboat with, uh, me and Brett and I went over there. Um, because we wanted to try the new Indian place. Mm. Um, yeah. Delicious. The car, the, amazing. Um, Anita and uh, I forgot his name. Sanjay opened the restaurant. And guess what? I got a surprise secret. What? Well, if it's a secret, why are you telling me? <laughs> All right, I'm going to put it out there. Okay. Until here we go, You're going to have Indian food. All right, you hear it here first. They're coming to Craig. Let's go. They're going to have a place in Craig. So, That's spectacular. So we're going to have Indian. <laughs> this we're is why I cry. Um, <laughs> and we got, the, we got the new, um, across from us, we have the new coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're here, we love this coffee. Oh, yeah. Well, there's room but for Craig, two. There's room Craig for more is, coffee. Um, That's right. Craig is really expanding. Love it. The food. And I'm a foodie, as yep. you guys know. Yep. Right. Well, 
and uh, you know yeah. you can get uh the what's it called your top the I'll sushi see. yes you can hey, come and go Sushi is bad enough, hours. but sushi from a fast food is a that's a dangerous <laughs> proposition. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I'm just going to put a plug in quick for the uh, Little Snake River Rattlers, where I'm currently teaching there in the semifinals, Sweet. state playoffs. So if they oh. win Friday. Um, they'll be going to Laramie to play in the state championship. Awesome. So, yeah, good for them. Nice. A lot of things to be proud of. Hey, so I got a plug, too. Moffat County proud, so I'll be there. I'm just going to go since Coach here has his son's Western football game. It's homecoming, right? Yeah. No, senior day. Senior day. Yeah. He's going to be a senior day for his son, which is incredibly important, both sons. Um, I understand. So he's not going to be there. So I'm going to go ahead and with my nephew, Bishop, we're just going to ride on the bus with the team. And then we get to eat at the Olive Garden as a team that Ooh. night. It's awesome. Yes, it's been arranged. Yeah, I love it. Yes, you can go to. No, you can't go. And then uh, we're going to stay in the motel there in Elizabeth. And then the next day, I believe uh, they were still talking about it, but the game should start at 1. It's a Saturday game, and I'll be on the air live at 1245, and we'll have our state playoff game, as always, alive uh, on my phone this $2,000 phone will do its first video of the year. It work, <laughs> yeah, it'll work, I promise. And we'll be live in HD on Moff County Proud at 1245 for our state playoff game, number 12, Moff County versus number 5, Elizabeth. There you go. Let's go. Excellent. Go All right. Okay, I, you. Laura and Kyler, I think we're ready. Are, are you guys ready to do some talking now? Yes. Okay. So we invited you on. We invite you on the program, the NW, to talk to us about the watchdog and let you talk about it, explain it, and then between both of you, communications. Yeah. You, yes. You can uh, kind of introduce yourself first sure. for the audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll start with Laura, and then we'll go to Kyler, and and then we'll talk about the watchdog, and then we got a few surprises for you. So get ready. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm Laura Woodworth. Um, I'm the gal that's rolling out the watchdog program in Moffat County. Um, I actually know a parent that has rolled this, rolled this out in a school district. Well, not a whole school district like I'm trying to do, but at a school. It was just a game changer for their community. Um, it was over there in Conifer. You got the shirt on, right? Yeah, I got your the hair shirt. See? I didn't know dads, dads of great students. students. I didn't oh, know that. Uh, just so you know, it doesn't have to be dads. We're, I'm looking for father figures. I'm looking for men. I don't need women. So just so you know. As long as you identify as a dad? Oh, my gosh. I don't even <laughs> want to go there. I'm hoping nobody's going to put me on the spot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah, okay. So I... Yeah, I'm looking for men that have our father figures. So this could be uncles, grandpas, uh, older brothers. Um, and there's just a lot of them in Craig. And I'm really excited. I want to bring them into the schools because there's a lot of great uh, male role models in the community, like in 4-H and all of that. But parents have to sign their kids up to do these things, sports, whatever, to um, get this, get a nice, strong male role model, somebody to listen to them and be a good example and set um, show what it's like to be a man. I think that's super important, and that's something I can't do. I'm happy to push the paper and get sponsorships, but I'm looking for men. Um, so the man, the gentleman I, I know in Conifer that brought this into the school, it just changed their school drastically. Um, it wasn't just the moms taking care of all the school stuff. My husband and I had a talk today, and he's like, you know, I didn't realize until this that 
whenever something rolled out from the school that said we need volunteers for this, we need this signed, all that, I just always default to Laura will take care of it. Um, and we're both working professionals, we both work full time. And he's like, I don't know why I did that. But he's like, this really made me pause and realize like, no, I'm engaged in their life because my husband's very engaged in our children's life. Um, and it's just a nice invitation to him and other dads like him or just father figures in the community. Like, hey, let's show these kids that men care and that they do value education and that they can show them um, a great example of what a man should be. And um, some kids are fatherless. Um, some, some kids have fathers, but they're kind of just mentally checked out and not involved. So it'd be really great to, so Sand Rock has zero men working in the building. There's no men in that building. So it's all women. That's a lot of estrogen, you guys. <laughs> I'm yes. looking, I need some testosterone in there. Um, and I'm starting with Sand Rock. That's the pilot school. Um, I'd love to bring it to the other elementary schools. And the more I get involved with this, the more I see this particular program is geared towards elementary. Um, it's definitely for the littler kids. So I'm kind of talking with people about, well, what do we do if we create this culture of men that like to be good role models and volunteer in the school, what do we do with them when they graduate and become middle school um, dads? And so that conversation is starting to happen in the community, which is really exciting because mm -hmm. I've had, we haven't even done the kickoff event yet. And I've had 25 men come up and say, this is a great idea. I love this. I want to be involved in the school and thank you for the personal invite. Um, and then it makes it just makes me happy because people like Kyler, I always think of him as like a strong role. Like on his own, he reads to kids at the library. He knows the importance of being a strong male role model in the community. So I want people like Kyler to come in and just bless the kids that way. Because I, I, the women can't be men. We're, we're both important for different reasons. And we just can't fill that void as women, what men can bring to the table. So that, I think this watchdog program, I think, um, it's going to do good things. I, really I have a question for you. Yes. So when you say come in and be a mentor. Yes. Well, I do like what you're talking about with reading because I think a lot of times in, in our, in our families and our structure of our families that, you know, there's a lot of kids are fatherless. Mm -hmm. Reading has become something that they don't see men doing, you know, it's, it, it, and so a lot of our boys don't read as much as they should. That's so besides reading, are there, what else would they do in the school as mentors? What do you, what's the kind of the vision for how they would be mentors? So I'll back up a little bit. This program, the Watchdog program. Laura, can I interrupt? Yes. Because I really like Kyler to introduce himself. And yes. then we'll talk about the okay. Watchdogs. Perfect. All right. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's Jim's fault. It's not yours. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you steer the ship because I'll just yeah. keep going. I'm very excited right. about Watchdogs. And, and, and <laughs> I'm happy to introduce myself. And I'll, I'll be quick and get out of the way because no. really what's most important What you is, do is, is important to you. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, I'm Kyle. I mean, I work for the school district um, in the administration. I'm, I'm the uh, director of communications and grants. I've been there since June. Um, like uh, Laura, I am relatively new to the community. We, we got here about the same time, summer of 21, right? Spring, summer of 21. Um, uh, from the other side of, uh, of the slope, if you will. I say um, I'm a front range refugee. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and I, I, I didn't grow up in Colorado, but I came here from most recently from Greeley. And uh, like uh, Laura, absolutely love this place um, and uh, have become very uh, invested and uh, committed to, to helping uh, the momentum that's that's exists that's already exists here and maybe district at large is really excited about what she's been doing with with this program and um, I think that it's 
the exact kind of thing that we need in the district. Uh, in, a, in a macro sense, in the sense of a parent saying, I've got a great idea, I'm willing to invest, getting other parents involved. I mean, just, I mean, as, as a, a singular parent doing what she's doing, but then involving other parents, community members, it's just, it's multiplying the power that it can be. Um, and it's exactly what we need in the district. So I'm super excited about this program. I'm super excited about the opportunity that we have to show our community what's happening inside the schools, to show our children and our, and our uh, teachers how invested the community can be and is becoming uh, in the schools. So super excited about this program and, and I'm excited to talk about this with you guys and grateful for you having us on. Yeah, his support has been priceless. It's, he's been one of my biggest supporters in the school district and is helping push this to elevate this. So I well, really appreciate and, your help. And it's a, a great lot. it's a great idea. And it's it's you know, it's one of the things that really uh, sold me about it most when, when you presented the school board a handful of months ago. And we'll talk more about this program in detail um, is that it's not something that we have to reinvent a wheel. You know, so often, you know, we're out here in our little corner of the world and we kind of start thinking like, man, how do we solve this problem? And sometimes we come up with great brand new ideas, right? And that's one of the great things about being out here. Sometimes our ideas are brand new and they're the best ideas and they, they solve the problem. But sometimes like there's a lot of people out there with a lot of good ideas and they've overcome the, uh, the pitfalls of a new idea. They've overcome the pitfalls and the challenges of a startup uh, uh, you know, opportunity. This is something that comes out of a box is right size for what we literally need. came out of a box right yeah, yeah. it's right size for our community and it's just it's a great program so i'll, I'll get out of the way and let laura tell us a little no, bit more about it i yeah. need you <laughs> so laura well, well let's talk about some of the some of the pitfalls of starting it and some of the pitfalls that you you um well historically when did it start so the watchdog program yeah. um started in 1998. okay so there's obviously been some pitfalls or some so right. talk about those and then talk about the pitfalls maybe you had getting it going and then we'll go from there well i don't know their pitfalls but i'm sure they've worked on a lot of kinks since 1998. so they what they're doing is there's a lot of training videos i can call them they call me right back and they're i'm like here's a hurdle how do i get over this um what is and especially talking to the gentleman who brought it to conifer he he got it to he got a man to volunteer every single day in his child's school amazing um, and show what a good role model was and read to the kids in that. Um, so the hurdle is I've never done this before. Um, I've, I've been a volunteer coordinator before, and, but that was, I, was, I connected service members with children and they to be pen pals. So, and that, so I've, I've had volunteers under me before, but I've never done this in a school, which is like a government agency. Mm -hmm. So it's hard, there's uh, the red tape of, you have to follow a lot of rules if you're Famous. doing things yeah. in the school. So there's been red tape there and communication's been really hard and reaching parents has been hard. Um, and me being new to it, I had to learn about it while I was rolling it out. I just knew it worked because I watched it work. Um, at, my aunt works in the school where this is taking place, um, that, where it's really successful. So I'm, I'm listening to her talk about how it's a blessing um, at the school that she works at. And so I'm learning and I'm trying to describe it with, um, to people who have not seen it. And I, I've seen it because through my aunt's eyes and through this gentleman that rolled it out in Conifer. Um, so it's hard to describe something if somebody hasn't seen it like I have. So that's that's been a hurdle too. Good. Well, then, Laura, go ahead and describe how it's how it's been instituted and, and like walk us through a day of what a watchdog yeah. program might look like 
so at Sanra. What that's what I think is really important is I think um, somebody would be hesitant to volunteer because you worry you'll take the day off and you're like I don't want to show up and then just sit in the office going what can I help you with what should I do or you feel like you're bothering the admin because if you've ever been in a school you you see admin just running all over the place um, and so yeah. They're, yeah they're so busy so it's very organized uh, they have a template that we can they, they send everything on a flash drive that we can just edit so everything is made for us and we just have to insert our school name and then we manipulate the schedule so when the watchdog gets there the first thing he's going to do is help get kids out of the car um, and this is starting at Sandrock. Um, so help the kids get out of the car. And then he'll go in and there's gonna be, I should, it's way down there, but there's a binder and I have a watchdog desk set up in the front of the school mm -hmm. right now. Um, and he'll open up the binder and there is a binder. Every second um, of his day is accounted for. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I was, felt like I was gonna fall off. Yeah, and so, yeah, 98, I thought it was something like very new. We're, we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of Watchdogs. It's new. Yeah. It's never been but, brought to Moffitt. Yeah. Sure, but it's got 25 years of experience yeah. behind it. Right. So it's new here, but it's very established yeah. then, in other places. And if we have hurdles, we call them, they help. So when the Watchdog gets to the school, they'll have this fine, let's folder, I should say. And inside, it gives them suggestions on uh, what to do as a Watchdog. But the most important thing is that there's a schedule, so it's say from like 8.30 to 8.45, walk the halls, make sure there's no mischief, please check the doors, be extra set of eyes. And then from 8.45 to let's say 9.30, go to this classroom, which will make sure that if they have a child in the classroom, they can go be in that classroom where their child is, but they won't spend the whole day there. Um, and then, so they'll be following their schedule the whole day. They can sit with kids at, um, side by side at the lunch table they at recess they could help ref just uh, be a ref or tell kids to knock it off if they're bullying because i really feel like some kids are more receptive to a male presence telling them knock it off if there's some bullying i think that would help mm -hmm. um or just kids love to be watched like how many times does your kid ask you just watch them or watch i can I do this it. and they jump up look what i can do yeah, yeah. look what i can do yeah. just do that and then when they're in the classroom um flash cards uh preparing for a test um whatever the teacher dreams up but they're never to be alone with the child they'll always be in the presence of other than walking through the halls but um they'll always be with staff members and they're just a, they'll be an extra set of eyes they're not I, we don't need them to do maintenance we don't need them to do clerical work we, whoa we whoa work whoa whoa you're gonna ask a man to come into a building and not let him fix something i know that's pretty harsh <laughs> I mean, if they want to do that outside of us, but the whole program is yeah. to just show, um, be an example to, and so I, when I get really tired talking about this, because I'll spend all day going around town uh, when I was working on sponsorships, at the end of the day, I'm like, I just need dude, big dudes to show little dudes how to be dudes. <laughs> but that's not to say that the little girls um, aren't going to benefit from this, because I was raised by a single mom, and so I... 100% understand uh, the importance if there is a constant male presence um, that they're going to get to know because I would hope they'd come back. I'm only asking men to step up for one day. It's a full day and you have an itinerary um, from start to finish. Um, I'm only asking for one day and then I hope they come back. And I've been told that after that one day that um, they'll often come back. 
And that's what the program told me, even though I'm like, are you sure? Just ask for one day. And they're like, just watch. The program will run itself because there's all these things that play out once they volunteer. Um, but for the little girls, what I was trying to get, it, get at is that I had in the schools where I had uh, a male presence and I had a constant, I had a relationship with, I had a favorite teacher and it was a male. Um, and he's kept in touch with me my entire life, um, wow. just checking in. And when my husband broke my leg, or his leg, not my leg. <laughs> oh, my I want her after. <laughs> <laughs> no, back. Wow. Sounds like an exciting household. No, rumors get started. And he's my first volunteer. Um, <laughs> no, when my husband broke his leg um, his himself, his yeah, uh, that male figure from high school, he took my kids and took them fishing because dad was broken and, and like he just knows how to be a strong male role model. So the best part is that I am having this teacher um, that's just been a constant male figure in my life. He's coming up and he's to the kickoff events on November 9th. He's going to come and motivate the men to step up and sign up. I'm, I'm going to have a giant calendar at the kickoff. And men can, with their pen, they're going to walk up and commit to one day on my big giant calendar. And, and he'll be there to talk to them. He's, his name's Justo, and he's from New York. Oh, he's fantastic. Uh, but he's, uh, he's, great. He motivate, he's great at motivating men. He ended up, uh, he's re he retired from Lakewood High School um, about a year ago. But he worked for 34 years, and everybody loved him, respected him. He ended up being, uh, retiring. He was a dean. So he knows how to talk to mm -hmm. students and parents and being a dean's a tough job <laughs> but he can motivate people to be good people so laura take us through the process if uh if a dad is interested or it doesn't have to be a dad it can be yeah, any no. any male um how do they go about signing up is there a background check how does all that work yeah absolutely so step one is the background check um i'm sending everybody to sandrock um becky miss becky works in the front office or any of the gals that step in um, and they'll hand you a background check. You can fill it out real fast and give it back. I think they need your driver's license. I can't um, remember. For the volunteer background check, I'm not positive, but yeah, you they, have, they need some it. information from you. Yeah. yeah, well, they need information. I can't yeah. remember if they need your driver's yeah. license or not. But yeah. um, so go to the school. That's step one. Get that because that takes some time to get your background check. And then the kickoff event's November 9th, but if they can't go to that after November 9th, and I have all the men that went to the event and they signed up for days on the calendar once that's done then i'll have a calendar online um, and i'll start sharing that with the community and people uh, men can go online and pick which day they want to volunteer online and then get in contact with me so i can also walk you through what it's like to be a watchdog mm -hmm. because i'm here I'll, i answer all emails or phone calls within 24 hours so i'll, I'll make sure that you're educated about what you're about to do so I noticed that uh, on the paperwork here, you have the watchdogs. You've got the dog. Is is that the mascot? Does he have a name, the mascot right there? I don't think he has a name. It's just this started the in. Yeah, yeah, the watchdog. Well, this used to be dads of whatever the school was. Um, and so this started in Georgia, and it just started in one school. It was a new idea a dad came up with uh, to get more men involved in the school. He saw the need for more men um, and it just kind of took off and then it jumped to the next county and then it jumped to the next county and now it's actually i think it's more than nationwide i think it's in different countries now too so they had to change the name because this was the school's name do the g part so now they put dads of great students 
Um, and Perfect. the mascot at that school was a dog. I got it. I know it works great for us. Whoever volunteers each month is going to be called the top dog. Um, and they, I've been working with the community to uh, find thank you gifts. Um, thanks for volunteering, stepping up, but donate, like donating your time. And so if four people donate for four days or sign up for four days and then I hope there's competition amongst them and they're like, oh, that guy did four days and I'll do five. And then he'll be the top dog of the month and he'll be recognized at the assembly. And then also I'll have, I have great stuff like uh, the golf course. They gave um, two rounds of golf in a golf mm. cart. Nice. Um, JB Chapman, Chapman over here, he wants to see this long-term and he's super excited about it. And he just gave me 14 oil changes. So wow. every, That's I can awesome. thank men oh, yeah, for, for sure. their That's time cool. with yeah. an oil change. That's um, commitment. Top, yeah. yeah. He's, cool. he's, he's That's been a great cool. supporter. And he's, so as a man myself, um yeah. is are. there food is there food is there food for the dads when they show up because uh, if you don't I have food so. in the, if you have food in the morning i guarantee you'll get more men to show up oh well i heard the school district has free lunch for students, <laughs> oh. for students. <laughs> we might be able to figure something i'm just saying yeah. you know, you know that, that's there's donuts or something waiting for a dad there's I food mean. november 9th i mean yeah. oh there's free pizza at yeah. my kickoff mm. event that on the yeah. 9th so yeah. I'm not going to ask you where you're getting the pizza from because that might. Well, I be have to buy more. No, so that's a. <laughs> so don't take this personally, but uh, I did get ten pizzas. This is a good problem to have. I got ten pizzas uh, donated for free from Domino's, but then I found out how many people. We'll beat are that out later, folks. Yeah, how many people? But I've had such a good um, turnout for RSVPs mm -hmm. that now those ten pizzas, I don't believe, is going to be enough. So now I have to purchase pizza. Excellent. No, I'll give you some pizzas because we. Oh, of course, the school. But I'm really excited. This is being well received by parents and um, the, just meeting the people in the community, the businesses. This has been a blessing to me too to get to know them and see how generous they are. And, mm -hmm. um, it's great. This is a great community, mm -hmm. and the oh, fact you can even do this in the community is great. I tried. I tried to bring this to my kids' school back where we came from, and I got a giant no right away. So it says a lot about Moffat County, mm -hmm. like that they're willing to have a program where we can invite just dads mm -hmm. or father figures. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty great. Okay. I want to echo what what I just said. The the thing that I love, one of the things that I love most about Craig and Moffat County is is just that is is that we are we're a place where you can bring an idea and 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 make it actually happen and people are excited about it i mean just hearing about uh chapman and corelli and, and dominoes all these people that are the golf course people that are saying holy cow great idea how can i be involved i mean that's that's craig to a t isn't it that's what we're talking about when we you know and and again brian and i are, are relatively new to this place we came from much larger communities where that's just not the way that it is, yeah. is it? And, and I came from dysfunction. Yeah. And, and this is <laughs> I came this is a I place this. this is a place that rallies around uh its its community. And that's that's what we need to tap into as we look at the real needs. Uh whether we're talking business, whether we're talking future, whether we're talking housing, but for us talking about the kids, you know, we think it starts there. I believe it really it starts there. And as we as we talk about how do we build the great Craig and Moffat County going forward, um, it's things like this, and it's 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 not just the output, which is going to be spectacular, and 
you know, we're going to have uh, kids that uh, have these, these these opportunities. And, you know, for me, it's I always feel uncomfortable when we say, oh, men can do this better. I always feel like, oh, I don't know about that. But you know, I grew up in Northern California. But uh, when we talk about a, a place like Sandrock, incredible school with incredible needs, having zero male uh, teachers, male staff, uh, it's not that women aren't doing an incredible job. It's not that women aren't doing maybe a better job. It's that it's only women doing the whole job. We need we need some 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 other uh, some other chromosomes yeah, in there. There can't be a we male need some, some other hormones. Boy, if that was not a communications director answer, I don't know. Don't you know it? Comment. Don't you know it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, but listen, it's, it's, it's all yeah. the way around. Yeah. No, you're saying we need some balance. I absolutely. There you go. There's it a, feels out of balance. Yeah. And I'm not saying like. I'm sick and tired of moms doing it all. That's right. not me. Mm-hmm. I'm here to say I feel that men are important. Men have kind of been shoved in society, has been kind of shoved to the side, kind of been talk, called toxic. I don't love any of that, what's going on in um, mainstream. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't subscribe to that. I think that men are very important, and I'd love to see them um, in the schools, and I think a personal invitation is what is needed. Okay, the men, men you stick your play. chest out right now. <laughs> there you go. And right. I'm probably making yeah. some women mad, but I don't care. No, but the no, 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 you. <laughs> the truth is, is that we we have moms and we have dads, we have grandmas and we have grandpas for a reason. That's that's the way yeah. that, that that we balance. came into this world, and yeah. that's 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 what we need, Lance. We need balance. Mm-hmm. We need sure. a little bit of both. And what a great value. I mean, the studies are 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 everywhere. Oh, yeah. and have been have been all over the place of. How valuable it is if you have if you have a dad in the home, if you have an engaged dad versus an unengaged dad, whatever it might be, that's not the case for a lot of our kids. Sandrock is probably where the majority of our kids that not a majority of our Sandrock kids, but that's where we probably have the biggest disparities mm-hmm. in terms of you know a number of of, of, of mar- markers. And so, what an opportunity to say, hey, uh, you know, little Sally, little Johnny, this is also this this community. The men care too, yep. and this is what this is what a, a man that care, look, cares looks like. And I, I yep. love that. I think that's an incredible, incredible opportunity for our kids, for our teachers, and to just prove to them, hey, this is we're bought in. What you're doing right now matters. School matters, and 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 we're in here, we're in here showing you as well. Yeah, but and I don't think um, it's necessarily just to fill that void for the fatherless children. Um, obviously, that's going to be a big benefit because when you have a male presence. Um, for some kids, like they say, like pregnancy rates go down, um, graduation rates go uh, up. Every statistic. Everything. Yeah, every but, statistic. So that's great, and that's really important. I know that I will feel that need. But then I think about my own family where my husband, he's very engaged um, in his children's lives. He's the he's one of the 4-H archery coaches, so he, he, he has a passion for helping kids and being a strong male role model already. It's going to benefit my own family. It's going to strengthen the relationship between my son and my and my husband, because my husband's not really been in the schools before, and now my son is, this is what I'm excited about. My son's gonna see my husband walk into Sand Rock and spend a day there, hopefully more, Um, and he's, my son's gonna be like, oh, that's what a man does, and then my son hopefully will become a dad, and then he's gonna do that, and I hope for generations we're setting Mm -hmm. a tone that this is what men do, Mm -hmm. and this is how men, um, men get involved in men show that their kids that education is important and if you're like me where I was raised by a single mom like they're still saying that men do that um and I think that's great and I really am that's why I'm the most excited about this I'm doing this for the children and also I think 
our society has shifted so much. Um, it's time for a change, and I think men can fix that. Right. Um, yeah. So can you tell us again one more time? So uh, first off, on the 9th, where they go, what time, and then beyond that, how they can get a hold of you, where they can look online to see more about this and get information. Give us the whole walkthrough, everybody at home, so they know how they can get involved, and especially on the 9th, again, the location and the time and all of those important things. Okay. So uh, Thursday, November 9th, it's going to be in the Sand Rock Cafeteria as the kickoff event. It's pizza, so we'll feed you pizza. Um, and Walmart donated drinks um, and plates. And um, so it's from 5, I'm saying 5.30 to 6.30. Uh, it's going to start, you'll show up, you can bring your family, you'll show up, and we have like a fun exercise that we're going to do that really hits home the importance of staying connected with your kid. Uh, we're going to ask men to put their hands together with their child or another child like uh -huh. this. And then we're going to ask them to, the father figure to move their hand around and then have the child follow them, which is really easy to do. And then we're going to ask the men to pull their hands apart from the child and then have the child try to follow them. And obviously they're going to giggle and it's going to be hard yep. and it's going to, um, we'll explain it better, but it's going to show that it's much easier to lead a child um, and stay connected to a child if you're plugged into their life, which for these children, school is their life. This is where they spend most of the day. So See, like if we do this, uh -huh. we're all good. But now, everybody at home and, and listening in the comments section, I put uh, Thursday, November 9th from 530 to 630 at San Rock Elementary, correct? Cafeteria. Mm -hmm. yeah, in yep. the cafeteria. So if they're going to get to San Rock and I put pizza. 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 So that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I just say I, I applaud you for doing this and getting involved and seeing a need in our community and and trying to fill that gap that's awesome because i think sometimes too i think what you're doing is that you know the schools they're just buildings out there and kids parents drop their kids off they don't always see what happens they don't always know what's going on and this gives an opportunity to create that interaction where then the community on a you know one person at a time gets to see what's happening in our schools and start to create that more positive connection through the community which i think we've been lacking at times in our schools so yeah they'll have a greater good for you for the school thank you very yeah. much for doing that jim thank you're hitting you. on something huge that i'm excited about is that we we want uh, i mean moms and dads but we we want more people knowing what's happening inside the school building mm -hmm. and i think that that creates investment i mean especially parents but that creates investment in what's happening in your child's education but it also creates investment in what's happening at the school building level, at the district level, and this is just one incredible way to do that with people that, as we've discussed, are less likely to just find their way into the school building. Uh, so super excited about that. I'm glad you had hit on that. Yeah. Right on. I so, did to, oh, go ahead. I, you reminded me of something. I So this San Rock's the pilot school. I would love to offer my time to the other schools. Um, I'm working out all the kinks at my own and learning how to roll this out and what to do, what not to do, what's easier. Um, I'm getting so many donations, I could probably help the next school with raffle items and um, thank you item, uh, top dog prizes for the monthly volunteer. But I need parents, to, if they're interested in this, I need you to go to your principals and say, I want this. But the important thing I want parents to know is that the educators they're focused on educating our kids so we can't just ask the schools hey i want this and make, and then poof the school like expect the school to do this 
I need parents that will be invested as much as me. Uh, the parents have to organize this and roll this out and keep this going. We need parents to do this because we can't ask the schools to do they can help us in different ways absolutely and we do need them to help us and, and support us but it's got to be parent ran because the educators are busy educating so that's super important to put out there don't just expect your school to do this um, you've got to put the time into this if you want this at your school Large. ran because the educators are busy educating so that's super important to put out there don't just expect your school to do this um, you've got to put the time into this if you want this at your school. Laura did an incredible thing when she rolled this, when she announced this idea to the school board like two, three months ago. Yeah, August. The way Laura came to the school board, she just, just a regular public comment. She said, hey, uh, I'm not uh, asking for anything. I'm not asking for permission. <laughs> I'm asking just for as much support as you can give me as I tell you this thing I'm about to do. And, I, you know, there's a, there's a like a, a, a little bit of a, of a shock when you hear that yeah. because you never hear that, right? Uh, but I was so impressed. It, it, she wasn't saying, hey, I have this idea. I'd love you guys to run with it. It was, hey, I have this idea with which I'm going to run. I hope you'll run with me. I told my um, my own money too. Ah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's what we're talking about. Is, is that's, we need, you know, yes, the school district has a huge responsibility and we're going to continue to do the best that we can to, to fulfill that. But we have a lot going on. Our, mm -hmm. our principals have a lot going on. Our teachers have so much going on. And so to have someone that says, hey, uh, can I use your cafeteria? That should be about it. Like, well, and, and can and you really, reach the parents for and can me you, too? Right, can you I send an email? That. Like, that's about what, like, to be able to run this, that's what we needed from community involvement well, standpoint. It's kind of hard to say no to someone, or it's hard to disagree with someone right. or say no to someone who won't take no for an answer. Right. I've never, I've always been, uh, I've never waited for an invite to things. Usually I just create my own uh, solutions, I guess. Well, Laura, that's a great segue to my next comment and question for you. Number one, uh -huh. quit telling my wife she needs chickens. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you, yeah. the eggs are <laughs> I just want to clarify, that was not a question. I'm getting it. I'm going to try to answer the question. He's telling me. I'm not asking for permission. We I'm have heard, <laughs> we have heard yes, that, uh, Laura, you are also running for school board. Oh, yep. So true. we might have a few questions about that if you would care to answer some. I don't yes. want to put you on the spot. Nope, that's fine. Um, okay. I get sheepish because... Um, I care so much about the watchdog. I don't want people to think I'm doing this because I'm running for mm -hmm. school board. What happened was I was presented two plates at the same time in August. Um, and I had prayed a lot about it. That was, it's actually more of a struggle between me and God. Like he wants, I feel like he wants me to do this. And I'm like, but God, I really like my quiet life. Right. <laughs> but I know I have the energy. I know I have the passion. Um, and I was, I didn't just say, hey, I want to run for school board. I had a lot of people reach out and say, Laura, will you please run for school board? And I, so I prayed about it. I'm like, okay. I thought the first hurdle I thought was like getting that 75 signatures. I'm like, I don't even know 75 people in Craig. Well, I got that done in four days. Um, so I was like, well, shoot, God. Um, okay. So then I turned in my paperwork and then I um, was got really nervous about the candidate form. I'm like, I'm going to tank that. But I just felt um, very confident in pr this presence. And I was like, okay, I guess he wants me to do this. Um, and it's, I think it's going to be great. The reason I, 
why I'm, I would like to do it is I, I do watch all the school board meetings and I have a concern um, about the finances and I'm an accountant, I'll throw that out there. Um, and I know I can help. I'm not here to complain or say I'm gonna change things or anything like that. I, but I can be a resource to the community through the school board through, cause I like to geek out over finances um, and like budgets and just looking at prior actuals and like I can help that way. And you, I know they're you watch all the board meetings. I do online. You are a glutton for punishment. I, yeah, they <laughs> I commend dry, you. I, I, watch, I watch all the city council meetings too. I'm just kidding you. That's wonderful. <laughs> and, and, and having that accountant presence, that kind of mind would be an excellent addition to the school board. I didn't yeah. know that about you. That's, That's a, great. I have a hard time. I know they want to go to the voters about, um, and you know, I don't know where I'll stand after through all of this, but I do know that we have got to figure out the finances before you turn to the taxpayers um, and ask them for more money. Because I know in watching the school board meetings, the school board members are even saying there's like $500,000. They're not sure where it's earmarked for and that type of thing. And they're active, the school board's actively working to fix that. They, I love the decision they made to hire a third party um, to come in and work on the books and basically audit them. And I think that was, as a, an accounting professional, I was like, that was a really good move because then they found a lot of stuff um, being a third party and not being involved in the school district. And they got a lot straightened out. And now they just filled the finance director position. That's a great move too. Um, and I'm really eager to meet that gentleman. And I'm happy to always be in communication and ask questions. And um, I'd love to learn and to see how our money is spent um, and then stay on top of keeping track of it too. I, I think I could help that way. So. so if you were to describe your role as a board member, should you get elected, what, what is it? My role? Yeah. Um, I would I, I, I would focus a lot on the finances. I, I, I'm not gonna come here and say I have any experience with curriculum or best practices and teaching because I'm an accountant, I've not had that, but I, I'm very eager to learn um, I'm always interested how things work. I was actually, I had dropped off my ballot today and I was like, how do you, how do you volunteer to work on the election committee and do all that? And they're like, well, you're on the ballot, so you can't. And I was like, I'm not right now. I have like a lot of plates mm -hmm. I'm doing right now, but down the road, I'm just, I'm so curious how things work. I really want to know how does, how does the school district, um, play, like, how does the state play a part in the school district? How much, um, uh, say do they have mm -hmm. stuff like that right and how and how does the what's the inner workings of the school district i'm i'm really curious because my kids go to the school and i would love to know how all of that works and i think and the you are, board i'll learn really fast right. how all of that works <laughs> you are in a district so you're running against what Di district are you in i'm district e and district i'm running e? yep i'm running against chris tomey chris tomey which is a hard so man to beat yes he gives to the school district right. a lot uh, through access steel he mm -hmm. does the fundraising um, the junk where you throw all the steel in, and then he gives each school to each uh, school a fundraising check. I mean, so I'll ask you, and I'm not I'm not trying to put you on the spot. This is what okay. we ask anyone who's running for anything. For what it. what is different than you about Chris that would the people who are listening would say I'm going to vote for Laura instead of Chris? What would that be? It's a hard question because I do think he's a good man. Um, he has more experience. Um, he's been on the school board, and he knows. He's been gaining experience. Um, 
on the school board and probably knows better how to make educated decisions. Um, I'm going to have to do a lot more research on every time I have to make a decision. Um, and he's the vice president right now of the school board too. So that I, I'm not really willing to jump right into, I don't know if I can even, but I'm not going to just jump right into <laughs> VP or president or anything. Um, so yeah, experience, I would say, is what would make him a better candidate or okay. why somebody no i'm i'm asking what makes you a better candidate oh, than him yeah him. yeah oh, don't campaign for him you are such a nice lady are you so nice yeah let's go come on let's get new york over here don't you don't you have some pictures or a report or something i've not dug i've not dug into his past okay well seriously though i mean um I'm willing to work really hard. Mm -hmm. uh, I think people, and I feel like even though I've not been on the school board, I'm so invested in the school district going through DAC, um, mm -hmm. the district accountability. I've gone to all of those meetings in PAC, um, which is parent advisory, advisory council, committee, or uh, school yeah. board, all of, I've ever, I mean, you name it. If, if there's something a parent can do, I've done it. Um, because I wanted to see what it takes to be an active parent and learn all the things about. I left a school district I didn't agree with. Um, and so I said, never again, I'm gonna learn where my kid goes to school. Um, and if I can also help be a gatekeeper to the things that were going on down there, mm -hmm. I'm happy to do that too. So time and energy is what you're saying. Yes. Well, time and you have the energy. Can I, can I tell you why I think you're a great candidate? Oh. Yeah. Well, the fact that you're an accountant. <laughs> well, that you're an accountant that you have that ability to read yeah. the budget read the lines you know dig in and find where things sit and where things move and all that i think that's sorely too. needed in our and on any board not just the school board but on any board that kind of eye i don't have that you know so to me that would i think that's a great attribute to bring to our school board all right, enough of that business. Wait, now wait, it's wait. time for some fun. No, I got a question. No. Oh, is it about the school board? Okay. It's a good one. Jane has a good question about the school board. I was wondering if you could possibly teach me how to raise and care for chickens so that I can encourage Lance's wife to get some chickens. I'd be happy to. I bet you would. Yeah. Uh, I don't, my daughter she collects eggs and they've been a great supporter to support my daughter in doing oh, cool. her chores. Yeah. Is that a good answer? Um, I also am his, he doesn't know it, but I'm also his lard supplier and, lard? and, lard? and sourdough starter supplier. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I know. Believe me, I know. I told, I, I sent my wife, I sent my wife a meme. I said, we are two steps from being Amish. Yeah. Yeah. So I might have had just want everybody to, to know that. I'm like starting a new <laughs> Get rid of your car. Yeah. You're going to bags. Then I'll yeah. Then, then I, yeah. I'm, when I'm taking a horse and buggy up to bags, then you'll know. Yeah. I'm starting a home homesteading movement in Craig, too. I think it was already here. But I have, oh, you're not the first husband to yeah, tell me that I'm rubbing off on somebody's okay. wife. There you um, go. Doing homesteading. Have you, look, have you looked at the history of homesteading in this area? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It ain't easy. That's a desert out there. The mantle, that's a oh, desert. I love history as much yeah. as you. The Mantle Ranch book is yeah. one of my favorite right. books I've read. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I, homesteading. I 
I think every high I like to read be... about it, but I have no interest in actually trying to do it. Oh, I do. <laughs> I I'm, like my hot water. I'm ready. If things, yeah. something happens, I'm ready. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say to wrap up? Because we're going to. We're going to wrap up. You said there were surprises. Well, the, the questions about the school board were the biggest surprise. I wanted to talk I wanted to talk NFL. I don't know if you guys are interested in NFL or not. Oh, but she, she, she Laura gave me the look like, oh, what are you talking I about? I told you I'm really into Homestead. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we'll leave that for next week. Um, so Laura and Kyler, really appreciate you joining us on the NW. It's been informative. I put in the uh, byline. The only thing you didn't that I'd like to put in the comment section for people is an email, maybe to okay, get a hold of your contact information. And we'll do that after we go off the air. Okay. So make, make sure you remind me because I'll forget. So, guys, anything else? Playoff Saturday, 1245. Shane will be on the air. Moffat County Whoop. proud. Go uh, Bulldogs. Home game? It's in your son's doing uh, great. That's the dough and the sauce are lovely. <laughs> Check out Corelli's. Yes. And the yeah. Sauce. And right. And uh, this has been What's the end. What about you? What about your life? Well, I'm going. I, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to Gunnison <laughs> on Saturday. So that's what I'll be doing. No, no, yeah. So that's I the plan. Like a pie, not him. Oh, like Hiding in the back of the fridge yeah, somewhere. How much larger does the man really <laughs> do? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. This has been the NW Northwest Colorado's favorite podcast brought to you by King Land and Home Realty for all your land and home realty needs. Check out King Land and Home Realty. They're right on Main Street here. You can go by and talk to uh, Sandra or give them a call. The number's right on our screen. This has been Moffat County Proud's very own the NW, Jim, Shane, Kyler, Laura, and Anthony. I'm Lance. Thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Next week, we're breaking out something that you do not want to miss. It was Jim's idea. So get ready. So we'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for joining us on the NW. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys.